Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm Lori Chortis for AMS TV, and we're at the Vermont Captive Insurance Association's annual conference in Burlington. And joining us now is Stephen Taylor. He's the director of Delaware Department of Insurance's Bureau of Captive and Financial Insurance Products. Stephen, it's always so great to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. So great to see you as well, Lori, and thanks so much for having me today. Stephen, can you tell us about your experience so far at this year's VCIA? Yeah, it's really been great. As the captive industry knows, captive domiciles compete to establish and maintain a framework a regulatory framework and environment for businesses to establish and operate their, their captives to manage their risks. Um, again, we compete, but um, we really do work together to ensure that the captive industry thrives in America and that captives actually uh, comply with the law, that they're viable, and they, they serve the um, businesses that they protect. Um, one of the things, and we also work together with the industry to make sure that they support the business. And um, just one of the things I sort of see here at the um, VCIA, my first time attending, and it really is a good opportunity for everybody to work together. And it's been a really good opportunity to network and dialogue in captive insurance industry and subject matter. And, and really some really great topics and parametr parametrics contracts, um, ESG and cyber. It's really been, really been a good experience so far. So I'm really happy to be here and I thank the uh, Vermont Capital Insurance Association for having us. Wonderful. So what are some of the opportunities you're now seeing in the captive market? Yeah, so again, I see, again, 1,100 people have been attending the uh, conference here. So it really shows a thriving U.S. market for captives. And similar, we see that in Delaware. So in 2023, first half of the year, we have seen a pretty decent growth in the number of captives we, we brought in. Um, some of the uh, trends we're seeing in terms of some um, coverages, um, business disruption coverage, um, supply chain, um, Director and, director and officers. And we also see some uh, companies proposing some traditional commercial lines, such as general liability, as well as um, errors and emissions and a, a sort of primary cover. So we're looking at that, a little careful with that, that, that other part, because again, there's third party risk there. So what headwinds are you seeing in the market yeah, so, today? Yeah, so again, we had some growth, um, but in terms of numbers, a little bit moderately slower than it was in 2022, and I think some headwinds, and we've sort of seen probably some attributable to that slower growth, probably um, the economic factors such as inflation and increased interest rates. But also, I think one of the biggest problems lately is the uh, proposed rulemaking from the Internal Revenue Service for 831B uh, elections by captives. So Stephen, how would the IRS proposed regulations impact captives? Yeah, so basically the new rules, um, they uh, apply to those captives that elect 831B status on, under the Internal Revenue Code. And that section of the code was written to help small businesses manage their risks. So in terms of impacting captives, um, the captive industry uh, submitted public comments um, to the rules as well as a public hearing. And the sentiment was really that those rules were overbroad and that they're going to apply to more captives and really the Internal Revenue is trying to go after those captives that might be abusing that section of the tax code. But it seems like, again, the industry says that their, their proposed rules are overly broad and going to impact a lot more captives. We're seeing some of that in Delaware. So we have, we have uh, received a number of dissolution requests and some number of captives have dissolved because of that, citing that reason. And we've also got notice from some captives that they're not going to renew their, their, renew their policies while the rules are pending. So that's, that's problematic. And part of the problems with the rules, as some of the commenters have talked about, is sort of it requires certain reporting and with really strict penalties if uh, two certain tests apply. And those tests, the 
industry really says are, are really broad and kind of contrary to the current uh, rules set by the tax court. And that's again an arbitrary uh, loss uh, ratio rule as well as a uh, related uh, fi financing rule. So again, we think those are a Overbroad, I think the um, Internal Revenue Service really heard from the industry and hopefully they're um, kind of go back and kind of maybe revise that again to really get at the problem of tax abuse as opposed to harming um, small business small business that set up capitalists to manage their risks as again was intended by the Congress when they enacted Section 831B of the Internal Revenue Code. Stephen, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, well thanks again, Lori, for having me. Really great to be here. Great to see you. For AMS TV in Burlington, Vermont, I'm Lori Chortis. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.